0: Already a good morning, amen? amen. Hey, look at somebody and say, It's good to see you. Come on, now look back at them and say, It's good to see me too. All right, hey, we're so glad that you're here. My name's Sam, I have the great privilege of being the lead pastor here at Crossroads Church. And what that means is every single week, I try to tell the greatest story ever told. Now, not because I'm some great communicator or it's even my story, but I believe this story is a story about Jesus. And Jesus is the greatest person to ever walk the face of the planet. Actually, he's more than just a person. I believe he's God in the flesh. And so if you've ever asked the question, what is God like? You don't have to look any further than the person of Jesus. And we believe the Bible is this story about Jesus. We say this around here. We say it's all about We wrote it on the wall if you need some help, and what that means is you're going to need a Bible to follow along, and if you forgot your Bible, we got you covered, you can just slip up your hand and one of our ushers will get one to you, and then if you don't have a Bible, that's our gift to you. We pray that you read it every single day because every time you do, you get to meet with Jesus, amen? Amen. Three of you think that? Every time you read the Bible, you get to meet with Jesus, amen? Amen. Amen. So let's meet with Jesus as we conclude our year-long series in the gospel of john so i want you to turn to the gospel of john and if you're new to the scriptures, you can start in the right and turn left you'll find it much faster the last chapter in the book of john to the very last verse in the gospel of john look at somebody and say we made it Then look at somebody and say, we ain't done yet. Look at this last verse, and I forgot my glasses, but no need to run and grab those. I have one verse to read. Uh, Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Listen what he says. Were every one of them to be written... I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Will you pray with me? Gracious Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you for who you are and who you are to us. I ask for your grace today that we have already met with you. And we thank you for that. Let us acknowledge that. Let us see that. Let us see the importance that this isn't story time. This isn't a lecture. This, is, uh, this isn't a TED talk. This is our opportunity to meet with the risen Son of God, the one who was and is and is to come. This is our opportunity, as Pastor Rick said, to be in the presence of a living God. Let it translate and be more than ideology or philosophy, but let us understand. Let us see with our mind that you are indeed Lord of all. And let everything we say and do bring glory to you and good to this valley. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. We're at the finish line of this book. That. We've taken some time in. If on your way out, I would encourage you to go uh, by the Bible Project banner. Many of you on this side, you'll make your way that way anyways. So this side, I want you to to funnel this way. We'll see. I'm going to be watching at the end of the service if you actually do this, right? And, and I would encourage you to look at the Bible Project banner that's in the back that maps out the entire gospel of. John and what we've journeyed through and and there's a, a few videos that you can watch online of the the gospel of John and and these illustrators and and theologians breaking down each section of it it's been a journey for our church and it's been an important journey But here's the beautiful thing about uh, what we try to do here and ultimately what happens when we read the scriptures is you don't have to be an armchair theologian or a Bible baby uh, to every single week hear and experience and see the risen Jesus every time we open the Bible. Amen. That's our hope for you is that you don't have to geek out and be a bible nerd But you can understand that there are these stories that have been going viral for thousands of years I mean everyone's trying to go viral, right? Everyone's trying to say something significant. Everyone's trying to say something that lasts longer than a week The news cycle went from a week to a couple days, maybe to a couple hours People are trying to say things that stick and yet the stories in this particular book this young man followed jesus saw jesus was devastated at the death of his friend and three days later as he was consoling the mother of jesus mary because at the cross jesus looks at john and says take care of my mom Man, what a what a friend john the young man says absolute absolutely i can imagine what that weekend was like, what Saturday was like, and then Easter Sunday morning came, Resurrection Day, and the whole world changed. The the religious day throughout the entire religious world was on Saturday, the Sabbath. Everything shut down, and now for centuries and Millennia Now the, the religious day around the world has changed to the first day of the week. Why? Because on that resurrection day, everything changed. You know, really? Everything changed? Everything changed? Change. The world is fundamentally different from that day forward. Every skeptic, every person who goes, man, I don't know that I'm willing to buy into all this Jesus stuff. Let me tell you that the, the Bible predicted in Philippians 2 that Jesus would become the most famous person in human history. Can I tell you, 2,000 years later, Jesus is the most famous person in human history history, love him or hate him, call him a liar or a lunatic. The reality is, is he is the risen Lord, and it changed everything. I mean, even think about this example at all. This example, how many of you have a, how many ladies, I hope, in a room like this, some of you have to have a cross necklace on. How many of you have a cross necklace on this morning? That's crazy, right? (laughs) think think about this that cross necklace at one time was the roman symbol of death and execution and a warning to outsiders that rome is in charge and yet, your hub your husband your friend your mother gave you this necklace and she gave you this necklace to remind you that he was in charge You wear the necklace, man, in all of my life, I want this to be a reminder. I want the symbol of the cross to be a reminder that he is Lord, the very thing that he was crucified and killed on. And yet the resurrection changes how you look at that terrible Friday. And now throughout our country, throughout our Western world on that Friday, somehow we call it good. Friday. How could you call a day like that good? Unless something happens after the fact that changes how you look at the pain and suffering of that moment. Ladies, can I get a witness that when you hold that baby, the labor pains all of a sudden look different, right? You went from a terrible day, all right? let's just be honest come on man we were there right I'm still trying to get over this right and and yet uh, I don't know I look at four of them I'm like I don't know if that was worth it or not Uh, uh, and yet mothers know that's not what happens they go through weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth I mean that that was going through hell and 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 then all of a sudden you hear the baby crying and all they want to know "Are, are they okay are they okay give me that baby just, just give me, no, 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 it's fine. Give me the baby. Oh, I'm going to clean her up. No, 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 hand him, hand him to me, right? Like, I'll clean him, he's mine, right? Like, what you, like, there's something that happens and all of a sudden the pain and suffering of those moments go away. It looks different. One moment changes all the other moments. That's why we can actually hope in the difficult moments that we face. When we face sickness and disease, we face trial. All of a sudden, on the other side of that, there will come a moment where you look back and you go, those were the moments. That's how it changed. That's what happened. And Jesus, because he raised from the dead, changed human history. And you can accept it or not, but the facts are in. Things are different. See John writes these stories and at each time he writes his story throughout the entirety of the gospel, we have been confronted with the facts and reality and he paints a picture, a view of who Jesus is and you have to stand and go, will I accept what I see or will I ignore it? Will I move on? Jesus will say things that confuse the people who are hearing him. Each time he makes statements in this book are are some of the most famous passages like I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the vine, my Father, the vine dresser. I am the vine, and you are the branches. And then I know contrary to popular belief, but Tim Tebow did not write John (laughs) 3.16. The most famous passage written by John who has years later, he's older when he writes this book. He was a young man, but you know that sometimes no matter what age you are, you still feel young at heart. Come on, somebody, right? And so I realized we're all just children getting older. You ever notice that, right? And we're like, what if someone finds out I'm still a child, right? (laughs) What if they find out? And the reality is, is sometimes those moments of youth, those vivid memories are what stick with us the most. And that's what happens with John. I mean, could you imagine? Oftentimes it's trauma, oftentimes it's good times and bads that, that begin to stick with us. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit brings back to remembrance all that Jesus had said and done. And yet John takes all of that, although he knows if I wrote down everything, Right? You ever meet those people who tell every detail of the story and it takes forever? (laughs) Right? Right? You ever met those people? You're like, come on, all right, scrub some of those and get to the point. What are you trying to tell me? What what do you want me to walk away from with the story? And here's what John does. At the end of the book, he says, well, I suppose that if I'd wrote everything he did, And I wasn't there for everything. I was there for a lot, but I wasn't there for everything. I suppose that if I wrote down everything that Jesus had done, I suppose that the world could not, not not that the books couldn't contain, the world, the entirety of the space of the entire world couldn't hold the books that would be needed to be written. Man, here's what that means. Here's what that means, family. Here's what that means is when you think Jesus is doing one thing, he's doing billions. When you go, I don't see it yet, oh, he's doing things that you can't possibly see. He's doing things that you can't possibly imagine. That I, 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 I'm persuaded that he'll do exceedingly, abundantly, far more than we ask or think. One passage says this that no eye has seen. No ear has heard, nor has it even entered into the heart of man what God has in store for us. That means every fable, every myth, every sci-fi movie is not even a drop of water in the entirety of the ocean compared to what we can think or imagine what God has in store for us. That's good preaching. Thank you, Pastor Sam. (laughs) I'll knock it off. You're too late. You're too late. You had your moment. You blew it, right? And now I don't know what to do. Uh, Anyway, right? The the reality is, is God has so much in store for us, and yet we can't explain it. And like children who trust in their father to know what's best for them, even though we want, we want, we want, you go, no, you can't have that. You can't have cake for breakfast unless you're at my house and my wife allows that, <laughs> right? No you, no, you can't have that. That's, that's not good for you. No, 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 listen, baby, you can't touch that. That's hot, right? No, no, no. Hey, 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 stop it. You know what God's doing with some of you? Hey, 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 stop it. <laughs> oh, that was good. Somebody say amen to that, <laughs> right? Like, hey, yeah, z- uh, right. <laughs> what is it with moms? They don't use words in those moments. I'm Like say no, stop. Like, hey, right? Cut it out. Right? And I, I think I think that's sometimes what we need to hear from a God who has so many plans for us, so many things going for us, and you can't possibly imagine because your your ways are not His ways, your thoughts are not His thoughts. He is outside of time and space. And he is the very essence of eternity, the place we hope for. This longing of pure joy and peace and goodness. Those moments in your life you go, I wish this could last forever, is only a hope of what will last forever. Those moments where you're like, I wish we could slow down time and enjoy this party, enjoy this moment, this friendship, that is the fact that God has hidden eternity in your hearts you know that the place he has prepared for you he says those words he says listen I'll go away but I'll go to prepare a place for you in this world you will have trouble but take heart believe in God believe also in me what a statement for the person of Jesus When people who will knock on your door and try to debate with you on whether or not Jesus believed himself to be God, it is very clear that if this Jewish rabbi tells other people to believe in God and also in me, putting himself on the same level as God the Father, he is saying to you, the Father and I are one in the same. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many rooms he was talking to a bunch of sci-fi nerds he would said there are many dimensions there are spaces and places you do not know you cannot fathom see those are the moments that we should take hope because oftentimes when we face difficult times the world seems small doesn't it when we face trial it seems like things are closing in on us so we feel overwhelmed with the closeness of trouble but see, what God is trying to do in the middle of trouble, he's trying to expand our universe. He's trying to show us the bigness, the power. It's like, my dad can beat up your dad. He's bigger. Right? That was a good joke. It should have went over better than that. Right? My son has never said that before. But it's literally yesterday. He was like, uh, his dad is like two of you. <laughs> right? Like, like yeah. come on, Tommy. And uh and and yet, that's, that's what he's saying. He says, in this world, you'll have trouble, but he's got spaces and places. See, when you're in trouble, you feel like the world's closing in. You're backed in a corner, we'll say. I feel like the walls are closing in. And he says, in my father's house, there are many rooms. And if it were not so, I would not tell you. And then he says, you know the way to this place? I am the way because thomas is like all right cool you gonna give us a map right you gonna tell us how to get there right you're gonna show us the way and he's like how long can i be with you thomas i am the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through me can i tell you that he's not giving you the bad news from his perspective He's telling you the truth of reality. He is the only one who's made a way and able to make a way. See, what he's telling you is that the gospel, the good news, is there is a way when there seemed to be no way at all. What he's telling you is the reality that we need to grab a hold of in our culture, in our setting, where people suggest that we are intolerant and exclusive, But if there is no way, it doesn't matter how tolerant or how exclusive. But here's the good news of the gospel. The gospel is the most inclusive and exclusive thing on the planet. What do you mean, Pastor Sam? It is the most inclusive in that the Bible says, whomsoever will. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him. Everyone is invited to this party. Someone say amen. Everyone say, "Get, get the neighbor's kids. Man, get anybody and everybody. Tell them there's a party. I want to invite you. No one is excluded from this. Everyone is able to come. But the reality is, is not everyone will come not everyone will accept the invitation. Some people will send it straight to spam. Some people will deny it. Some people will not tolerate the person of Jesus, this perfect, spotless, blameless. This individual who the Roman government could find no fault with, that Pilate would wash his hands of, this individual, some people will look at him With disgust. I will not tolerate your instruction. I will not tolerate your way. I'll make my own way. This is the very definition of sin. God's not a mob boss waiting for you to mess up, He's a good father inviting you to a party, asking you to come, but you get to choose. Will you come? Whosoever will, let him come. That's the story. Because it's the most inclusive thing. Anyone's able to come, but it's the most exclusive thing. There is only one way, the one who made the only way, the only one willing to die on a cross and give his life in exchange for the many, hoping that the few would follow. It's the most inclusive and exclusive thing on the planet. And we should live as such, inviting everyone to come, knowing there is this way that is made. You can get on the boat. There's a way for us. We can escape the flood. We can escape this moment. We can escape the perils of sin and suffering, and we can live forever with Jesus. Not escaping to hit the eject button on this world, and so we can get out of here to escape hell. No, it's so that we can have the eternal celebration living with the one who's worthy of praise and honor and glory because he's the one who made the way for he did not consider equality with God something to be held on to, but he humbled himself, limited himself. In the Greek it's this word kenosis, which means to pour yourself out. It's as if God took the entirety of the ocean and poured it into a single glass. That's what it means for God to become a man. And this one gave up everything. Listen, you've been a manager, you've been a business owner, you've been a person of authority. People who in authority If the last two years have told us anything, do not give up their authority. The reality is, is people hold on to that. And yet the one who has all authority would humble himself, take on the form of a slave, live a selfless, obedient life unto death, death on a cross. And this is why Jesus is the most famous person in human history. And the whole story of John, the entirety of the Bible, is putting before you a view of him. And you can look at him and you could call him a liar. (laughs) I don't believe anything he says. You could call him a lunatic. You could say, man, all the Jesus was crazy and everyone around him was crazy. But then how did he say things that would go viral for thousands of years that even the people who would not believe in him would use his words in order to propagate truth? somehow what he said could a crazy person do that could a crazy person convince his brother listen if you got a crazy brother you already know it don't look at him that's rude right how could how could convince your brother that you're god and then have them go to their death believing a lie see what we know about interrogation tactics what we know about about investigations and crimes, what we know about people who are hiding something, when stuff hits the fan and, 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 and things begin to bear down, people will give others up. Not these followers. The end of this book goes on to say, no, 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 Peter will go to his death. Others will go to their death. We actually have before us the evidence of those who have seen and heard And it changed everything. That's what we have to live with. You have to wrestle with every time you hear a sermon. And in your mind's eye, you have this picture painted of the person of Jesus. And you have to question, what will you do with it? When you think about the person of Jesus, when you think about his words, you have to wrestle with who is he to you? Is he a liar? Is he a lunatic? Or is he Lord of everything? And if he is Lord of everything, then you realize the cross means he's conquered death and he's in charge and I'll live as such. What if I lived in a way to live as Christ but to die as gain? What if I realized there was eternity? What if I realized there was more than what meets the eye? How would I see it? And what would I do with it? Is Asher close by? Asher, why don't you come up and and play I've used this illustration before and I think, it's, I think it's a potent illustration and I think it's what we have to, to wrestle with um, how many of you uh, have booked a, a room on the coast and they ask you do you want a partial ocean view or a full ocean view remember that right? I thought that was crazy when I came here, right? First time uh, we lived in Visalia, and yeah, Visalia, right? Let me tell you, friends, that, that place does not smell like money. That's manure, okay? I don't care what you say, right? I've smelt money. It doesn't smell like that, right? And so we just want to get out. It was our first time seeing the West Coast and actually going to spend a night. And, and I was a youth pastor, so I was broke like a joke. So tip your youth pastors, right? And, uh, and I, 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 we we're going to get a, a room on the coast. And uh, they asked me, so you, you want a partial, Ocean View? I was like, give me the whole thing. I don't Partial? You kidding me? What are you talking about? I want the whole thing. then I got the bill for the whole thing, the whole bill. I was like, could I get a partial bill and the whole view? Uh, Right, I want to change this up, you know? See, here's the reality. It doesn't matter what your view is. It does not change the reality and power of the ocean. My view does not change what the ocean is. Let me tell you, your view does not change who Jesus is. Jesus is who he is. You can choose whether to take the view that you have and respond as such, or you'll ignore it. And the stories throughout the Bible were like Thomas, Peter, John. John's going to write in 1 John. He's the one we've seen and heard and touched and with, and we're the ones who proclaim this life to you. We saw him, we touched him. We put our feet in the water. Let me tell you about it. But now, we're like people who live by the coast, who wind up in the Midwest, some of those flyover states, and we're like, could you imagine before, social media and pictures and all that stuff, you're like, hey, buddy, if you go that way, a really long way, the land's going to stop, like, yeah, and there's going to be this big body of water, it's called the ocean, they're like, get out of here right? Those Wisconsin boys, I tell you, there's no ocean in Oklahoma, Joe. And yet, could you imagine trying to convince? It doesn't change the view. The, the, the view does not change the reality of it. Here we are 2,000 years removed, but there are people who saw, there were people who were there, and they left for us. Hey, let me tell you, if you go this way a really long way, if you'll follow him a really long way, if you'll take one step at a time in that direction, this is the way to the ocean. This is the way. This is the way to eternity. And it seems strange because we've not seen. We're like a bunch of Hokies from Muskokie, living in the flyover states, not convinced there's an ocean. Let me tell you, Jesus is God in the flesh. And man, what happens now? You can smell salt in the air. Like, wait a second. I know. I know there's more. Here's what I'm going to tell you. God has left for us the remnants. He's put salt in the air. He's left us the stories, and he's pointed the way. That's been the entire gospel of John. And you have to decide as an individual, will I hear him? Will I see him? Jesus even prays for you. In John 17 he says this Blessed are those who have not seen And yet still believe I pray for those who will believe On account of these He means John who's standing there Some people over this past year Became believers in Jesus Because John wrote down a book Thousands of years ago And he said that weighs the ocean I saw it I was there Let me tell you, friend, let me plead with you. Let me love you well. There's one way to God. It's the person of Jesus. Follow him. Will you pray with me? With every head bowed, with every eye closed, just for a moment, I'll give you an opportunity. I want to say a prayer with you. If you say, Pastor Sam, what you said today pricked my heart. I've known about Jesus, but I'm convinced that he is the way to God. That he helps in times of trouble because he embraced trouble and suffering for me in my place. And there were people who went before us that that touched him and saw him and were with him. And I want to be with him someday. With every head bowed, with every eye closed, I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to bring you to the front. I'm not even going to ask you to raise your hand. Here's all I want to do. I want to know who I'm praying for. If that's you... In just a moment, I'm going to count to three, and I'm going to ask you to make eye contact with me. Keep your heads bowed, eye closed. I don't want anyone looking around. I just want to help you say a prayer. If that's you today, the count of three, I want you to just make eye contact with me. One, two, three. Thank you. 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 Church, we help those who might be saying this prayer for the very first time? Will you, will you help them say this prayer? Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth, and the life. Give me your life in exchange for mine. Forgive me of my sin. Send my life forward. Teach me your way. Jesus, I thank you for every person who said that prayer, maybe for the first time. I think you help them take that step towards you. Take that one more step. That today is the day of salvation. You don't have to wait for tomorrow. You don't have to get your life cleaned up. The Holy Spirit is here to do that. In you and through you, you follow him. Christianity is not staying out of the dark. Christianity is running towards the light. Friend, walk in the light he is faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness and here's what you'll learn you have a big family you'll have fellowship one with another Jesus we thank you we praise you help those to do the next right thing that they know to do for your glory and our good and everybody said amen Amen. will you give Jesus one more hand clap of praise